how can we as as entrepreneurs you know share our dreams with our partners about our business startup and do it in a way that we can both feel seen heard understood supported and kind of not get on their nerves because they're just tired of listening to us you know for me effective communication is key not just with our partners but with our business you know co-founders and and team as well as in anything we do i i've personally found that communication is is key to everything let's discuss you know it's day 45 of my 90 day challenge i'm precisely halfway through this journey of getting back to physical and mental health and sharing it with you guys and alongside that bringing on guests and we talk about the world of health and entrepreneurship so happy to have you here with me again today thanks for joining me uh, officially at the time that we are going live right now it's friday the 4th of june 2021 uh, so if you do like what you see please subscribe let us know what you think and ask any questions you wish um I'm Beirouz, by the way, I'm a public health or preventive medicine doctor here in the UK. And my mission is really to help you, the innovator, the entrepreneur, to create a healthier, but for me, it's more important to have a happier world. And that means through your ventures, but it all starts at home with what you do um, with for yourself, with your family, and indeed with your team. Right, quick disclaimer. Anything we talk about on these episodes, obviously it's information, education only. Uh, if you have any concerns whatsoever about your physical, mental health, what you know, do please speak with a, a licensed therapist, doctor in your area. Uh, my guest, very, very special guest today is Dr. Sarah Ratray. She's couples uh, psychologist with 30 years of experience and founder and CEO of Couples Communication Institute in Seattle. Love it. Sarah, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Beruz. It's great to see you again. Likewise, likewise. I'm desperately ready to ask you a bunch of questions. But before I do, I was just, we were having a chat before going live. And I remember one of my, I love this movie, Couples Retreat. It's this nice comedy. And I can't remember the names of the actors, but it was just such a nice laid back movie about couples. And a couple of them may have been entrepreneurs and business owners, actually, going to an island resort, escaping their kids and talking about their issues and actually, you know, with a, a coach, counselor, doing yoga, it was just great. And so I guess let's be serious now. <laughs> let's talk with someone who's actually legit and can give us, uh, give us some advice. I've personally, I just want to ask you a personal question as well, if, if I may. But first, let me just hear a bit about you. Like, what's your background and what led you to do what you're doing today? Well, Back when I went to college, I took um, the freshman psychology class. It was super popular and I was really captivated. And I kept taking psychology classes, especially social psychology and looking at what made people like each other, what made people get along with each other. And I'm sure it had to do with my parents who were always in conflict and myself being pretty introverted as a kid and just not knowing how to break out and make connections with other people. Um, and that, that was one thing that really grabbed me in school. And then another thing was learning about Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And um, at the pinnacle of that is self-actualization. And 
really understanding that in order to move up to self-actualization, your other needs have to be taken care of first. And I, in my career, um, as, as you mentioned, it's been more than 30 years, I've been spending all that time kind of melding the two as a couple psychologists, um, how to help people get along together how to help you know, your partner like you and you like your partner and how to be the best you can be as a couple, sort of couple actualization and in addition to self-actualization. And I guess uh, briefly, like what led you to actually do what you're doing now? Because you do a lot of it online. Uh, what, what's the reason that you pivoted from face-to-face -to, -face to, to online virtual? Well, um, I had my own health issues about 10 years ago with heavy metals and mercury and, and having to detoxify. And I really pulled back on my private practice. And as my health improved, my passion and rededication to my practice just really um, grew tremendously. And I realized I could see that I was frankly, at the top of my game, really helping couples better than ever before, loving what I was doing, and um, the limitations of being in private practice were getting clearer and clearer while I was realizing that I was good. Um, another piece that I don't know if I shared with you before was I took a course on uh, money mindset. And in that class, we were talking about messages from our childhood. And I realized that I had a long ago message that I didn't have a voice, that what I had to say was not good enough. I wasn't worthy. And when I kind of exploded that long ago myth, all of a sudden a, a personal myth that I had about myself was that I can't do video. I, you know, I'm no good on video. I can't be a speaker. And so the whole thing kind of blew my mind and came together. And I realized and decided that I could help couples with online courses and programs delivered by video and that I do have a voice. I have my own voice and it's worthy and powerful. So, um, more than two years ago, I started building my online business so that I can help way more couples than I ever could in my private practice in Seattle. Mm, I love it. And I just wanted to um, go back to something you mentioned about the you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I remember just a personal kind of story that will turn into a personal question briefly before we dig deep. Um, you know, I, I remember I, I went through a divorce quite a while ago, uh, a long time ago, and I was just way too young to get married back then. <laughs> it was insane. I think regardless, we won't go there. And several years passed by. I, I dug in, you know, I, because of that scar, I threw myself into the deep end of my career and, and studies and, and just went back in there and just kind of hid under all of the books, if you like. And um several years passed by and there was this famous uh, 
psychologist, social, um, social sociologist that my parents loved. And he was visiting Atlanta. This was when I was still living in, in the States and visiting Atlanta. And I bought them like amazing VIP tickets to go and see him. And we went and watched and he was talking about the same principle. And, and I was thinking, there's no way I'm ever going to get married. There's no way, heck, never going to have kids. And he, I didn't ask him a question. He just started talking about this. And he said, you've got to have these foundations set first. And then the next thing will automatically happen. And a year later, I met the love of my life, who, who I'm still with now. And um, it's so strange. You know, I, we were, I remember distinctly, I was in a car park speaking with her on the phone. And she's talking about kids. I'm like, I'm not going to have kids. It's never going to happen. And then we meet each other. And it was just natural it's like you desperately want kids and i'm just so happy that we've got a five-year-old now he's, he's he's the best thing in my life right now so it the personal question right now about that really is okay i'm with my wife she she cares don't get me wrong but she's not really interested in the work that i do as a business or as a startup as an entrepreneur and never really asks me about the work that i do as a health professional and i asked her why and she's like it's none of my business. That's your job. I'd rather have a life with you outside of work. So I respected that, but it, you kind of feel like you want to share these things with her. And what do I do? <laughs> Sarah, what do I do? Well, that is a great question and a great story, by the way, and congratulations um, on the life that you have. So one of the things of coming together with your partner to really communicate about what you want is understanding the different values that each of you have. So your wife shared with you her value of coming together on other parts of your life. And it sounds like you respect that. You have also another value or another need or desire that you would like to share your business world or your entrepreneurial thoughts or your health world, whatever it is. So what I encourage people to do is to talk about all the values that underlie a decision or an action. So I'm saying decision or action in this case, talking. And to say, you know, I hear you, you wanna connect in other areas of our lives. I support that. I want to make that happen. We do make that happen. And, you know, ask her, do you feel satisfied? Do you feel like we can connect? Is there more we can do? And then say, I have a different need or value or belief. Can I share that with you? And make sure she says, yes, she wants to hear it. Because now you're not talking about business. You're still talking about you and what's important to you. Hopefully she'll say yes. And... <laughs> then then say it would mean a lot to me or i mean i don't know i'm making this up but sure. it would mean a lot to me to be able to share with you some of my business thoughts as one of the things that we talk about and to share with her why is that important to you how would you feel inside given the opportunity to share with her about your business how would that change the connection that you have together? Let her know that for you, I'm assuming, I'm putting words in your mouth, that that would be a deepening experience with her, that you would feel closer to her given the opportunity to talk about business. And, you know, you also might want to share with her what it is that you would expect 
you know, are you expecting her to problem solve with you? Maybe not. Are you expecting her to listen and maybe be a cheerleader, perhaps, so that she understands what it means to you? And additionally, when each of you have an opportunity to tell a story about why it's important, that makes it even a fuller, richer um, experience of understanding with each other. Mm. So uh, yeah. my experience with couples is when you share with each other these values and beliefs and meanings that you have, then people's hearts usually open and say, let's see what we can do to make that happen. You know, do you want to have time every morning for two hours to talk about business? Maybe not, <laughs> you know, once a year, probably maybe not either, but what would work for the two of you? What would be comfortable and bring you closer and every other creative detail to, to bring that into your lives? Mm. I think it's, it's, yeah, you're right. No, I, I hear you. And it's, it's really because when, as an, as a health professional, I'm sure you, you understand this, Sarah, as well as, as a, as an entrepreneur, your work is kind of your baby as well. You know, you've got a real child now, um, but this is kind of part of you and you just want to not necessarily talk about the detail and, and problem solve. It's more about, hey, I'm excited about this. I'd love to share it with you. I think that's where I come from. And, and, and she hears that for sure. Okay, let me uh, pivot now into... Well, before we pivot, yeah, just please, one, go one ahead. last thing go to ahead. wrap that up. To please. share with her, I want to share with you my excitement to let her know that's the kind of thing that you want to share with her. And it might not be the details of the project, but honey, I'm working on this thing and I'm so excited that when I share my excitement with my receptive partner, we get so much closer. Mm. And we don't wanna be closed off and have to go find someone else to share our excitement with. We want that, the, the, that interaction and those hormones and you know everything that happens in our bodies between the two of us when we share excitement with each other. So what I, I hear you. So it's, it's about talking about the, the feel it's personalizing it. It's not the work as much as it's now about you being involved with that role and sharing your emotions and feelings and, and saying why you want to share it as well. I think it's really important. Um, so what are the implications, I guess, of poor communication with, with our partners about our business? Well, it's funny. An implication I don't usually bring up in interviews is um, becoming more distant because we share um, our thoughts and feelings with someone else. So if we don't find a way to share what's important in our lives with our partners, very likely we're going to find someone else. And when our attention is drawn away from our primary relationship into another outside relationship, it just starts a negative spiral. We get further and further removed. We assume you don't want to hear from me, this other person or people, they want to hear from me. And you start going there more and more and you start going here less and less. Mm -hmm. So again, that's not a, an implication I usually talk about, but it's important. But could there be any negative implications on the business itself, perhaps? Well, 
we are we are only the one person that we that we are so all of us is inside there our business self is inside there our relationship self is inside there and the the more challenges and struggles that are between you and your partner the more we're going to be dragged down with our business self so i remember for me if something was going on at home with my partner I'm, you know, I'm, I'm worried and thinking and distracted when I should be thinking about work or when I would rather be using creative energy to either pay attention to my clients or to be brainstorming. You know, I, I'm sure that you and all your listeners know what it's like to walk through your day replaying, you know, a problem at home in your mind over and over it and compare that to what it's like when you're walking through your day, brainstorming and being creative and coming up with ideas. You know, when your energy is all locked up in a relationship struggle, um, you're not building your business to the fullest extent that's possible for you. Absolutely, you know, and I think, you know, I'd love to hear some tips from you, you know, for, for, for our audience and how we can improve our communication with our partners when uh, as, as entrepreneurs and specifically I hear you what, what you just said is you know resonates with me because days that I'm happy whether it's because of my relationship at home or any other reason I feel like I'm bouncing and playing at work honestly it doesn't feel like work um, and it's, it's that flow state that some people call but for me it's literally playing it's like anything that comes my way it's just it's, it's a piece of cake. I'll handle it and it's, I'll just bounce it back. But other days, my God, and especially this time last year when I was going through burnout, even the tiniest ping of an email would destroy me. I felt so weak and never want to go there again. Let's put it that way. So, okay. Yeah. What can we do as, as entrepreneurs to improve our communication with our partners? Well, I, I again, I want to make a final comment on what you were saying something I talk about a lot with couples is sort of an energy equation. And when you're struggling with your partner, your energy just goes down and down and down. You get more and more tired and exhausted and everything is a fight or a slog, you know, in your business life. And when things between you and your partner are just amazing, you know, and, and the movie that you talked about in the beginning, I didn't see it, but I can imagine coming back from a rejuvenating retreat with my partner and just feeling on top of the world, then that energy is going to put me into a flow state in my business. And I'm going to feel it's just, it's play and easy and fun. So, you know, whatever you can do to keep that energy on an upward trend in your relationship is, is really valuable to do. Mm. So, um, you know, a, a basic set of tips for communicating with your partner is setting aside time with your partner to have a conversation and letting your partner know what you want to talk about and that you want to talk together. Um, you know, as busy, busy entrepreneurs, a lot of us, I'm sure not just entrepreneurs, but, but we talk in these little moments when we're really trying to do something else. So on the way out the door, you know, maybe you say, oh, by the way, honey, that's not going to be a satisfying conversation. Or your partner wants to talk to you when you're in the middle of typing something up and trying to focus on it. 
you really want to set aside dedicated quality time, make an appointment with your partner as important as any other professional appointment. So, you know, if I say to you, Beruz, can we talk about my online course for couples? Can we meet tomorrow at, you know, 8 p.m. your time? It's on the calendar. We're going to do it. And then when we show up, we're both ready to have that conversation. That's what we're doing. When it comes to our partner um, and our other family members, it's like it's the last um it's the last piece that we fit in. We just, oh, by the way, and we drop something in without checking in. Are you ready to talk about this? Do you have time? Are we gonna be interrupted? Um, so that's something that I really talk about in my course very specifically, giving specific steps and how to think about a conversation ahead of time and how to set it up well. Um, and an important tip that I give is think about one single focus of a conversation that you want to have with your partner, not the entire great big discussion, but just one thing. So, you know, let's say you want to talk about vacation with your partner. Which part of that do you want to talk about today? Do you want to talk about COVID? you know, precautions on vacation? Do you wanna talk about car rental? Like, what is it that you wanna talk about? Because going on vacation, you know, has about 35 or more moving parts. That's too big of a conversation. Just pick one thing. So if you wanna talk about your business, you probably don't wanna talk about your business. You maybe you wanna talk about, you know, as you mentioned earlier, your excitement, you know? So let's say that's the thing. Hey, there was on, on Saturday, can we meet a little while? Because I want to share with you how excited I am about this new thing I'm working on. And I just really want to share with you how excited I'm feeling. What time works for you? You've noticed I'm smiling a lot as we're talking because I've, I've been remembering a couple of things, uh, Sarah. So first of all, I think last time you, you were a, a kind guest on my podcast, which will be uh, you know published soon. I remember you saying, you know, when when your partner is working, is busy doing something, don't just go up there and just start, you know, you know, just talking. You know, even my son, who's five, whenever he wants to say something, is, "Daddy, can I say something? Can I ask you something?" He asks permission first, right? I, I, he must have learned that at school because it's not me for sure. I wish <laughs> I had taught him that. And so every single time now I go up to my wife, that's the first thing I do. I look at her body language. I look at what she's doing just for a second before I bug her. Um, and I'm delighted to hear that. That's, yeah, that's, this is that's something makes you my day. Me. No, absolutely. And I'm taking your course. I've just started. So definitely for you watching, listening, do check out the link uh, in the description and do sign up for Sarah's course. There's other free resources on the Couples Communication Institute. But one other thing that I just want to share with you, back when I was going through uh, burnout, um, you know, I, I was speaking with a, a therapist actually uh, behind the scenes and trying to see what I could do to get over this burnout and you know, carry on basically. And one of 
their advice was twofold you know she asked me like apart from your son because that's all i talk about most of the time who are the other two people that are important or who's the other important people and i said well definitely my wife definitely my son my my mother as well um and um so she said well do you purposefully book time aside do you go on dates with your wife like you did before you got married do you do this i said no we just do it randomly now it just happens you know and so I booked, we, we booked a date. I can't remember the exact date, but regardless, took her for sushi because we both love sushi. And I jinxed it. COVID-19 hit like literally a couple of days later. And that was the last formal date that we could actually go out ever since then. You know, everything else has been on lockdown and all sorts of other things. So I don't dare do anything formal again. I'm just kidding. I'm just putting that out there. But um, look, Sarah, it's an absolute pleasure learning from you. You've got so much to share and obviously a ton of experience. I really appreciate you. Um, any final words? Uh, I have a couple of final words. Please. So one is, you know, whether it is COVID or any other reason why we can't go out for a date, you can always have a date at home. Mm. And, you know, say to your partner, I really want some special time to talk and pick a good time where you won't be interrupted and there's no distractions and you have good energy and a place, even in your home. Turn off all the screens, put your phones on airplane mode. Maybe you light a candle. Maybe you make a lovely cup of tea, something like that. And you say to each other, here we are, let's have this time, just the two of us, and let's really relax and talk and set the stage. Put on some very soft, quiet, peaceful music in the background and make it special. So um, I know I long for the day when we can just go out for sushi or anything else that we wanna do, make a reservation, but we can make that happen right now. Um, and, Another final thing, it, it's, it's, it, it's a big subject, but I wanna open the door for thinking about how to listen to your partner so that you can form a picture in their mind of what's going in your mind, what's going on in their mind. When you're listening to your partner, you don't wanna jump in. And here's, it's a big thing for entrepreneurs. As entrepreneurs, we're really good at problem solving and coming up with so many different alternative ideas. When you're listening to your partner, just listen to what they're trying to share with you. And don't come back with, yes, but have you thought about that? Or that's not a good idea because of this. Or, you know, don't debate. Don't be devil's advocate. Don't challenge. Just really listen and help them to be drawn out and share with you what's in their heart. That brings the two of you closer, which to me is the highest goal of every kind of communication with your partner. Yes, you're exchanging information, but ultimately every conversation that we have can be a chance, an opportunity to grow closer with each other by the way that we talk to each other and listening to each other the way we treat each other. I'm glad those of you who are watching this, uh, you just saw Sarah on screen. Uh, I've been nodding like this nonstop yeah. because, you know, I, I remember this is the last thing I'll share and we'll call it a day for today. But um, 
you know, everything you say just resonates with me, Sarah. So um, getting to know my wife over the last, we've known each other for 10 years now, um, she, you know, often would come to me with, with problems, share her problems, and I would do exactly that. I would problem solve. I would ask, I would do, say, like, what about this? And I tried to put a coaching hat on and do it in a nice way too, but every time it just wouldn't work. I wouldn't see the, the reaction that I was hoping to see, which was like, oh, thanks, you know, like, aha, you know, but instead it was along the lines of, and I asked her, why is it? And she said, I just want you to listen. So I'm glad you said that, Sarah, really just listen to me. And if I want you to problem solve, I'll ask you to problem solve. So fair enough. I'll, I'll be quiet now, but it's amazing what you can do just by listening. And if, if you are, are at home watching this, listening to this at any time, um, you know, if you're going through any struggles, mental health, communication issues, sometimes it's just good to talk. And it's also just as therapeutic just to listen as well. So look, Sarah, it's been absolutely, you know, a pleasure. I hope you'll come back in the future and, and share more insights and experiences that you've got. I'm sure you've got plenty. You're more than welcome. Uh, for those of you who are watching, listening, uh, do check out Sarah's link, but also a link to my free masterclass. Basically, the goal for me is if you're an entrepreneur from any professional background, and you have been through a health experience of your, your own, and you're now thinking of pivoting into the health sector so, so that you can basically tackle the problems that you faced, improve other people's lives so that they don't have to face what you just faced. I wanna empower you because you don't have to decide to go to medical school or train to become a health professional. You really don't need to do that. You have the skill set, the mindset to actually make change happen as, a, as an entrepreneur from any background. And many of the things that you can do actually that help improve people's lives are not within the healthcare or clinical environment. They're outside of that environment. So I want to empower you. And that's what the free masterclass is about, just to give you some insight into what's possible and what some of the challenges that you may face and, and ways that you could overcome them. So do check that out. Absolutely appreciate your time. Sarah, thank you so much. And we'll see you in a couple of thank days you. on Monday. Thank you so much, Sarah. Take care. Bye-bye. Learn more at The Entrepreneur's Doctor www.entrepreneurs.doctor. Better health starts here.